You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. I'm health editor Dallas Bastian, and I'm joined by Dr. Ekta Agarwal from Bond University to discuss her research paper titled I Don't Eat When I'm Sick, Older People's Food and Mealtime Experiences in Hospital. Thank you for joining me, Ekta. Thank you for having me. Your previous research showed that hospital patients are more likely to die within 30 days of admission if they eat less than a quarter of the food they are offered or are already malnourished. Uh, And now you've sought out older patients' perspectives on food intake in hospital. What insights were you hoping to gather? So we know through research that as many as half of the older patients in hospitals can be malnourished and that inadequate food intake during hospitalization is frequently reported in this population. Previously, objective measures such as patient questionnaires or review of patient charts have been used in wider hospital patients to determine what the barriers are to food intake. There have been a couple of studies that have also explored the views of healthcare staff on the reasons for poor food intake in older hospital patients. Now, these studies have been fantastic because they've provided some useful insights into reasons for poor food intake in older hospital patients or wider hospital patients. What we wanted to know was through a qualitative interview, which is uh, a detailed interview, we wanted to gather and gain uh, a more in-depth insight regarding why older patients particularly don't eat adequately in hospital. And Uh, Through those interviews, we also wanted to gauge their food and mealtime experiences and food-related perceptions of older hospital patients. So we knew that these perspectives from older adults would be a new addition to the literature because it has not been reported thus far, to the best of our knowledge. So two main themes emerged from the interviews. One was validating circumstances, which captured participants' rationalising of their poor food intake uh, during their admission. What were respondents telling you about the way they, they make sense of their poor food intake? So a lot of respondents believed that poor food intake and appetite were to be expected during hospitalization. They described that medications and the effect of the treatment that they were receiving and their own symptoms such as nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, stomach pain and reflux, etc. contributed to their poor food intake. They also believed that their appetite and food intake would return to normal when they got discharged and returned home. There were some older patients who considered medical treatment as being more important than food in making them feel better, and they also thought that food was not a priority during hospitalization because it was all about the medical treatment. Some respondents described feeling lonely and isolated and missing family and friends, Some reported feeling depressed due to their medical diagnosis. Some missed their home cooking. And all of these factors contributed to their low mood and affected their food intake. So these were some of the reasons that patients provided themselves as to why their food intake was poor. The other main theme was hospital systems, which related to the practices in hospitals that resulted in participants' poor food intake. What were some of the key factors at play there? So participants felt that the hospital environment was not generally conducive to eating. So, for example, they felt that they were frequently interrupted by doctors and nursing staff and other allied healthcare professionals during mealtimes. Whilst 
the patients acknowledged that the interruptions had an impact on their ability to eat food. Um, they accepted such interruptions as part of a busy hospital environment and did not feel that they should challenge it. Um, many wanted to eat slowly so as to not vomit or feel nauseous, but they felt rushed to eat their meals quickly because they felt that they needed to help service staff to collect the trays at the end of meals. Some participants felt that the advanced ordering of meals did not really work for them, and that's because if they received the the menu, uh, let's say this afternoon, to order meals for tomorrow morning onwards, they may have selected a meal that they thought they might want to eat the next day, but when the meal actually arrived at the time of consumption, they did not want it. So uh, another contributing factor uh, with regards to hospital systems that was reported by patients was large meal size, set meal timings, uh, menu options that they were not familiar with uh, that impacted their intake. Uh, one, of the, um, one of the interesting aspects that patients reported was that they noticed that when they had visitors, family members, friends, etc., at mealtimes who provided encouragement to eat and maybe even feeding assistance, it improved their food intake. Several participants expressed that, um, in their opinion, the nursing staff did not monitor how much food they were eating and did not seem too concerned if they did not eat all the food that arrived in their tray. And that undermined the, the perceived importance of food for the older patients. Were these findings in line with your expectations? Were there, there any responses that surprised you? So we know through previous studies that inflexible meal timings, large meal sizes and meal preferences that are not in line with what patients like can impact food intake during hospitalization. But what this study also told us was that Older hospital patients had the understanding that a poor appetite and intake was an expected outcome of being unwell and in hospital, and that they just simply accepted that as part of the whole deal of being ill. Um, it was also surprising that a lot of older hospital patients that we had in the study uh, described their food intake as good and that they were eating plenty of food and enough to meet their nutritional requirements, even though the very reason that we recruited them in the study was because researchers observed them as having poor food intake in hospital. So what this tells us is that um, older hospital patients can, you know, they, 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 might, they might need more nutrition knowledge about what is an appropriate amount of food to eat or what is good nutrition uh, to, in order to meet their requirements. Another surprising finding was that some of the patients reportedly reduced their food intake to limit their visits to the toilet. Now, there is evidence in the literature to say that hospital patients often reduce their fluid intake to avoid using bedpans, and that's due to the associated loss of privacy and dignity. It is possible that this perceived loss of privacy and dignity also impacts older patients' desire to consume adequate quantities of food. And to the best of our knowledge, this is the first study to identify that older people or older hospital patients have anxieties regarding toilet visits when they're admitted in hospital. And I think that we need further investigation into this issue as a potential barrier to food intake. Based on the study's participants' responses, what should service, medical and nursing staff be aware of? How can they, they use their information to improve the food intake of elderly patients? We've 
had previous research that indicates that older adults in hospitals can take anywhere from 20 to 75 minutes to consume their meals. So perhaps food service staff can be a little bit more mindful that older adults may need more time to eat their meals, especially when they're self-feeding, because they may may not feel comfortable or they may not feel um, or they might not want to seek help from other nursing staff. Um, so allowing them adequate time um, before going into the rooms to see if they finished eating a meal or seek their permission to clear the tray. I think as far as other healthcare professionals are concerned, um, and this, this would include doctors and nursing staff and allied healthcare professionals, I think it's about them increasing patients' awareness and knowledge regarding the importance of nutrition during illness. Um, and this can be done by, say, holding off showering rounds, medication rounds, diagnostic tests and procedures at mealtimes. The implementation of protected mealtimes as a strategy has been quite effective. Now, what protected mealtimes is, is that at mealtimes, all staff members, patients, and their visitors on wards concentrate only on activities related to consumption of food by the patient. Everything else is held off. Now, whilst this strategy is quite challenging to implement in a busy hospital environment three times a day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, um, it is a problem, you know, research suggests that it is a promising strategy and that it does influence um, patients' food intake positively. And what needs to be done on a broader level to address this issue? So our study shows that there are multiple factors that influence older people's nutrition in hospitals. It's their own perception of the importance of food uh, during an illness. It's about some some of the psychological factors that influence their ability to eat. There's also other hospital-related factors or organizational factors that influence how much they eat during hospitalization. But I think regular monitoring of patients' food intake and asking them about barriers to food intake is important because it's sometimes simple strategies such as providing verbal encouragement at mealtimes or changing the texture of the diet that was offered to the patient or offering nutritious mid-meal snacks um, or allowing patients to self-select food items from a trolley at the time of consumption can hugely improve patients' food intake. We know that poor food intake in hospital patients is a common problem, older hospital patients, we know that poor food intake contributes to malnutrition, which also has been associated with negative outcomes such as frequent readmissions, extended length of stay in hospital, delayed convalescence, increased healthcare costs, and increased risk of mortality. So I think it really does come down to improving food awareness as a matter of priority. There is research to say that when physicians recommend or highlight the importance of nutrition for older patients with hip fractures, their food intake does improve. So if this food awareness can be increased amongst all stakeholders, um, which includes healthcare staff, support staff in hospitals, patients themselves and their visitors, I think it can make a huge difference to, to what patients eat, especially what older adults eat during hospitalization. So what, what is needed is a change in the current nutrition culture that we have in hospitals and reinforcing that food needs to be treated like medicine because older hospital patients do stand to gain from this. Thank you for your time, Acta. That's all right, Dallas. Thank you. It was a pleasure talking to you.